TTYA Talks, the podcast. Hi guys, so welcome to another episode of TTYA Talks. Um, I started TTYA Talks as a platform to be able to connect with an incredible women who work throughout the creative industry and, you know, to kind of give some of the insights of, I would like to say, the BTS lifestyles. I think we kind of live in a age now, a digital age, where we kind of only really show our highlights. So it's really important for me to be able to kind of give you guys insights into some of the women that I think are kind of making strides and don't always necessarily really get the light and the accolades that they deserve so today we're going to get into brand partnerships what is a brand partnership what does that even mean you know and I'm lucky enough to speak to someone who I feel like for next generation is really inspiring is kind of I feel like I'm passing the baton to her the new gen crew I call them the new gen crew you know the four musketeers here and a little girl gang I love them and you know without further ado I'm going to introduce Velma Simmons did you enjoy my intro there that was quite a good intro I loved it. That was, a, that was a good intro. I was like, wow. No, but I do feel like I'm passing the, like, you you know, you got your little girl gang, you do your, you know, Olivia Mercedes. Like, I feel like you guys are like yeah. the next group of, like, girl gang that I feel like I'm kind of passing the baton onto. And you're the ones that now I feel like we've kicked the door, but you guys are just going to come through and fuck it up. Like, I feel like that's where it's at now, you know? Um, yeah, and my 100%. kind of loved your story and wanted to kind of connect and speak to you because I feel like your journey is really interesting from like what you actually studied to transitioning to what you're actually mm. doing now um so let's kind of yeah. start at the beginning and as I have to say on every podcast start let's start at the beginning girl um yeah about can, me yeah about you your heritage where you grew up what you studied because people yeah. are going to hear your accent and think hey what's going on here so let's explain it let's yeah. give it to them <laughs> So my parents are Ghanaian, both of them, my mom and my dad. Hmm. And I grew up in... Had to say, give yeah. it to them. <laughs> I, you know what? I can understand everything, but I can't speak it. Wow. That's Amazing. But yeah, so the accent is from Clifton, New Jersey. It's like a small... It's, it's Yeah, it's not a big... It's a small suburban city, mm-hmm. right? And it's like predominantly like... What, like I think it's like seventy percent white people, and then like you have like five percent blacks and Hispanics and whatnot. And, and like I think growing up, I was like your average like normal child. Like I was still to this day. If you meet me, I have a big personality. I love jokes. I love to laugh. And I guess like me growing up, when I when my parents would go to work, there was a thing called Boys and Girls Club in. Clifton, they're dotted around America okay. so in like different cities. You have like a boys and girls club. And in the boys and girls club, you would go to like, it was when your parents went to work after school and like summer vacations, okay. you would go there. So that's where like the whole city, like would congregate. Different yes. Were, were congregate. Okay. okay. So basically. It was the after school club after link up. <laughs> yeah, that was the place. Like that was, <laughs> that's where I've like met all my best friends t- till today. today. Like, Amazing. That was the place to be. Mm-hmm. So um, when I was growing up, whatever, basically in like 10 o'clock when my parents would drop me off, there was a TV upstairs in like the the common room, whatever. And it was always BT music videos, like back to back for an hour. They would do music videos every time 10 o'clock I would be at that TV. Oh God, so I've always loved music. Mm-hmm. I've just, and like celebrity and pop culture, but 
just never knew like I wasn't like one of those people when I was younger oh I'm gonna do brand partnerships you know what I mean (laughs) that wasn't like my story so fast forward 15 moved to London and I go to do um I came in year 11 Mm -hmm. so it was like that's when everyone was doing did your whole family move like was it a whole family move okay cool yeah a whole transition me and my mom I have an older brother transition moved to London go to do my GCSEs and when the, they were doing GCSEs it was hard for me to like find a school because I guess everybody had started like their prep in GCSEs, GCSEs yeah. in year 10. Year 10 yeah exactly right so like they put me in some classes and like my older brother he went to a different school and did like a BTEC course mm-hmm. because they couldn't it was too late yeah of course of course right so, so I did um, year 11, I, I scraped by and I was able to do my A-levels. And that's when I went to a school called Barking Abbey, it's in Barking. And when I was doing my A-levels, I was doing um, media, business studies, psychology and sociology. Psychology, I was dead at. I got like an E, so I did it in my second year. And in, the, in year 13, when I was doing media, I really like was fascinated about like, just television, but more, I've never been somebody that wants to be like in front of the screen. It's more always been behind the scenes. And in that school, there was like a little television production set. So we learned how to like cut from live TV to make a show. You know what I mean? So when I had done that, I was just like, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a television producer. Like there's no, do you know what I mean? That's what led me to when I was applying for uni to apply for film and television, because in my mind, I felt like if I studied film and television, I would get the practical sense of television. Yeah. So I went to different unis and where was it? And it was like in Nottingham. Okay. And I didn't really like the campus, whatever, but they had like a really good television course and the same with Westminster. Mm-hmm. But then I had applied to Kent and Brunel and I really wanted to go to Kent. Why? I do not know. I couldn't even <laughs> tell you that. But I wanted to go to Kent so bad. I think like two of my friends were going there. And when our A-level results came back, I had passed to go to Kent, but my second option, like, you know, they tell you to pick something. Yeah, pick like one or pick two. Yeah, yeah, than, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So my second option was Brunel because I loved the courses at all the other unis, but I didn't like the environment. Like, it didn't look like a vibey place. Mm-hmm. So I had picked Brunel as the second. And it, it was both film and television. But then on the day when we got the results, it was, that Kent had changed the course to film and art. And uh, I didn't want to study uh, art. I thought I was going to be bored. Yeah. So I was just like, you know what? Let me just go with Brunel. So I ended up going to Brunel. Oh my God, I know so many people that went to Brunel. <laughs> it was like Kingston, Brunel or Luton. That was like the three unis that yeah. had like the latest ACS, like African Caribbean societies. That's where every, yeah. everybody yeah, was yeah. at. <laughs> that was the uni to be at. So I go to Brunel now, Irene, and listen. To, so I go, I do my first year of uni, and I was like on it, right? Mm-hmm. I do my first year of uni, and I hated the course, and I knew I hated the course. So I had inquired, I hated it because it was more film analysis. Okay. Like, why did this do this camera shot? And where, as I wanted to be this television producer, mm-hmm. I just, it just wasn't adding up. Yes. So I went to inquire to see how I could change my course because they had um, multimedia communications. And I thought, even if I do that, I can, you know, try to use the skills to transfer it over to do the television mm-hmm. stuff. 
So they were like, I could change my course, but I would have to start again. And I like, I've never been one of those people that love school like that. You know what I mean? So I was just like, no, dog, let me just stay. Just face your front and focus. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) My second year, I I couldn't, I was in Hertfordshire doing skate and skank. So I wasn't really paying attention. (laughs) Now, (laughs) Now my third year comes and I'm like, shit i need to at least graduate with a 2-1 my brother my older brother he's two years older than me mm-hmm. but because of like how i was saying when we came here there was that he couldn't do the gcse yes he, it ends up being in school age he's a year older than okay me, right? yeah but in reality he is two years older than me so when he he was going queen queen mary, queen mary which is not yeah. far from mm-hmm. my house mm-hmm. and when he was about to graduate he basically like Oh, this is a funny story. So basically, he got a 2-1. But on the, like, sheet, they said he got a first, right? And I knew he got a 2-1. He knew he got a 2-1. But to my parents, he was like, he got a first. He got a first. (laughs) So so then my third year of uni, I was like, let me buckle down. Let me at least come out of this with a 2-1. You know what I mean? And I tried, like, I tried my hardest. And then um, in the last quarter of that year, they were we were allowed to do um a work experience as one of the modules okay. right so i ended up like calling i called all these pr firms and i called the pr firm because i was like at least if i can't do television production let me do pr for television yes do you know what i mean so that you're was still your interest was still there in the in the in my, hindsight my, yeah yeah my interest is still in television mm-hmm. it was just like how am i going to do this mm-hmm. right so i ended up um, interning at this place called Premier PR and they had like a lot of HBO shows w- which were from America mm-hmm. and they had a lot of um, like Doctor Who they had like good British television shows so I was like I could learn a lot here. yeah mm-hmm. so I would go there I would still be at uni but I would go there every Monday and it was in Soho they're based in Soho so I would go there every Monday and that was my final year of uni and I still like I still felt like actually the PR side is kind of cool but I don't think television is for me anymore Mm -hmm. right so I was just like you know what let me scrap that so I I I finished uni I ended up getting a 2-2 and I remember I got my grade in I was in Miami I had gone to Miami with my friends like as a graduation Mm -hmm. thing and I go to Miami I get the 2-2 and I'm like sad for like a good 15 minutes and my brother was just like I called my brother and I told him my brother first because I wasn't going to tell my parents yeah, I got course. a 2-2. Uh, to this day, my mom doesn't know that I got a 2-2. <laughs> she thinks I got a 2-1. So hopefully she don't hear this. But anyway. So. We, love, we love the honesty, man. We love the honesty. We love the, right? You got to be honest. And on my LinkedIn, it says 2-1. But that's all right. But anyway, um, so my, I called my brother and he's just like, you know what? There's so many people that have great jobs that nobody even looks at their, like, uni certificate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I was just like, it's true. So I, like, I scrapped that out of my mind. But when I was coming back, I was, at the time, I was working at Victoria's Secret, like, just as a sales assistant. So when I was coming back, I'm not thinking of anything about, like, career-wise or whatever. I was just like, you know what? Let me just make a bit of money. Mm. So I go... And then it was around the time of Kanye and Jay-Z's Watch the Throne Tour at 
But it is. Oh my god, they did five. Was and it five, five days concert. back to back? Was it five days or five? Yeah, yeah five, it days, was back a five to back. days back. Yeah, to back. yeah, yeah. Right, <laughs> and I go with my friends, and I kid you not, I'm not even joking. I like I give all my career to God and that concert. Yeah, I think that's because probably that one of the best concerts I've been to to date. I'm not even gonna lie. It, yeah, yeah, facts. It, yeah, it, facts. I haven't matched. Yeah, facts, since, facts, you know what I mean? facts, facts, facts. And I was just like, wow, like this is so amazing. But more so in my mind, it was just like. It's clearly not Jay-Z and Kanye that they perform, but there's so many other aspects to this. To the show, yeah. It was the production, really, that kind of won everybody in, right? More so. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, who are the people that are doing this production mm-hmm. stuff? You know what I mean? Who are the people that are doing it? And that's when I was just like, I want to work for Rock Nation, mm-hmm. right? That was my, I want to work in music and I want to work for Rock Nation. But at the time, they didn't have, um, they didn't have an office. They only had their New York office. So now I'm like, what, like 20? I'm like 22, 23, mm-hmm. maybe, yeah. So um, that year when I had come back from Miami, unfortunately, my dad, he was diagnosed with prostate cancer. Oh, I'm sorry. So when, yeah, so when my dad got cancer, I was still working. I was still doing Victoria's Secret. But at this point, I was like trying to figure out internships, mm-hmm. right? So um, I'm looking for internships and I can't really, I like don't know where to start. So in my mind, it was just like, just start like going on Instagram, mm-hmm. right? And me being my nosy self, like I love Kelly Rowland. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. And I'm on Kelly Rowland's Instagram one day at lunchtime at um, Victoria's Secret. I'm on her Instagram, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And there was this guy that kept on popping up, right? Mm. In my mind, I just go, oh, this is her boyfriend. Mm. Like, oh, so I just, I just checked, right? I just wanted to look. And it, and when I go on his page, his name is Omar, and it wasn't. And his like thing was like VP at Rock Nation, yeah, right? It was like, no. So then I start going through his pictures, and he, like, somebody wrote, "Hey, can I send you a beat?" Right? And then he was like, "Yeah." send it to here and he puts his email Irina can you not Pim, so you just email. dived into the email from the social media one yeah <laughs> yeah so I was just like this is it like this yeah. is God telling tell like, this, this is God telling God you to focus right. <laughs> <laughs> so I email him right mm-hmm. and he doesn't email back I keep emailing he emails me back and I, in the email it was just like, hey, like I've just graduated from uni. I'm looking to do an internship. I see that you work at Rock Nation. I often spend my summers going back home to New Jersey. So I was like, I could intern for you here. Or if you're ever in London, I could equally intern for you in London. Mm-hmm. So then he, I kid you not, like, this is just God. Like, he emails me back and he was like, you never guess, like, I'm actually coming to London because this is where they were recording Rihanna's Unapologetic mm-hmm. album. So he was coming to London and he was like, so we can meet and discuss me for me to intern there. So I was like, oh my God, like lit, whatever. Still working at Victoria's Secret. He comes into town and he comes into town. He was like, we meet at Metropolis Studios and we meet and he was like, yeah, you could do it. Like, it's fine, whatever. So then for like two weeks, like I was just, you know, like shadowing him mm-hmm. and seeing, and he's an A and R. So after the two weeks, like he 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 goes back to America, and then, but in those two weeks, I would go with him to his meetings, right? Mm-hmm. And I met this woman 
who was working for Sony, but she was working for Sony ATV. I think it's like their publishing, publishing. arm, so yeah. not at Sony. Yeah. yeah, so not at Sony. And I was, she, I had her email because obviously I was coordinating his day. He didn't really know London well. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So when I met her, she was like, oh, what are you doing? And I was just like, oh, I'm a shadowing Omar to intern for him, whatever. And she was like, oh, like Sony do internships. That's what she said. In my mind, she told me, email her. I'm going to try to help you guys. <laughs> we respect the hustle, Velma. We respected the hustle. We really respected the hustle here. Omar goes back. Mm-hmm. I emailed the woman and she was like, um here's like the I think this is the website just keep on checking whatever so every day at my lunch break because I used to do the seven to four shift at um Victoria's Secret because I always wanted to leave work earlier yeah so at lunchtime my lunch will come around 12 Mm -hmm. so I would always call them whatever I started calling Sony because I was like in my mind, it's like when you apply for something on the internet, how many people are applying for it? Mm, you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. What is like what is going to be the standing out differentiation for me? Yes. You know what I mean? What's going to make so you memorable? I started, mm. Exactly. So I called them and I was just like, oh, can you um, connect me to your HR department? And then there was a woman that picked up. No word of a lie, Irene. Every day, every day I used to call her. Every lunchtime. Monday to Friday. Oh, is there anything? Oh, is there anything? Oh, is there anything? Was it the this same woman, woman that so used nice. to pick up the phone every time? After after I knew her name, because, you know, you go through the reception first. Yes. So after I knew her name, I always you asked just ask for, for her. her directly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you exactly. can bypass them asking you any questions of what what is it yeah, related? Yeah, what, what's it yeah. relating to? You know what I mean? <laughs> because like, clearly somebody had fucked up in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, and gave you her name. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I call her every day. Yeah. I call her every day. I call her. Now, this one day, and like this day is like so memorable to me. This one day she said, you know what, Velma, it's your lucky day. Like, I have a marketing um, internship for you in um, Columbia, Columbia Records. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you, obviously, I had to have, um, still... So how long were you stuff. calling her for until before she said, I've got something for you? It was like three months. Wow! Three months. Of, uh, uh, brah, I'm telling you. Three months? Woman, like, sometimes she didn't pick up. Yeah, right? of course. But yeah, I would leave messages and she, like, she was still nice. Yeah, of mean? course. She understood that she there was hustle. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Exactly. Shout out to her. So, um, yeah, so then she says that you can interview. Now, at this point, right, background story, my dad's cancer had um, progressed, Mm -hmm. right? And my mom and my dad go to Ghana. Mm -hmm. They went on, like, a vacation to Ghana, right? And it was, like, a two-week vacation. Mm -hmm. So I now go to the interview, right? I'm I'm talking to my parents, you know what I mean? Like, uh, obviously, I have an older brother. I'm in my mid-20s now, whatever. And I'm going to the interview. I'm telling my parents, oh, like, it went well. So on the Friday, no, Thursday, Thursday, on the Thursday evening, they call me. Mm-hmm. But I didn't pick up because I was at work. So on the Friday... Now, I call her again, and I say, oh, my God, like, I call her I call her back. And she says, Velma, like, I have really good news for you. You've got the job, right? Wow. I, 
You're thinking, yes, my three months of calling you every single day, my bill, my t- my my phone bill every month has prospered. <laughs> has prospered. You get what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm happy, yeah. right? So, my, but I'm texting my parents, like, to say, like, I'm texting my dad, right? Because uh, my mom, like, both of them are equally, like, um, supportive, but I feel like my mom is more like of a practical person, mm-hmm. whereas my dad is like more so somebody that will like support your dreams. Yes. You get what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. this could be something. You got what I mean? Yeah. So I'm texting my dad, telling him like, oh, dad, I got it, whatever. But I get no reply, right? Mm-hmm. And I get no reply. My um, I speak to my mom in the morning, right? She, she, yeah, I speak to my mom in the morning. I go to work. I'm, I'm telling my Victoria's Secret people, like, guys, I'm out. Like, peace I'm out. out. See you later. <laughs> because you know what's so crazy? Yeah. Because, like, all of them have gone on to, like, do amazing things. Like, everything that they said that they would do when we were at Victoria's Secret. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because you, you're working with these people every, every day. day. They're like your family. Exactly. Like, one of the girls is, like, my jammer's um, makeup artist. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Letitia, and she's, it's like crazy, like everyone's doing what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, guys, I got the job, blah, 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 like I'm out, do you know what I mean? Because this was paid, yeah. right? The funny one. I come out, I go, I call my mom again, lunchtime, whatever, and I'm like, oh, I'm going out with my friends, right? And she's like, okay, cool. She will see me when she comes back home because she was, she had come back, my dad was still gone. Mm-hmm. She's like, she'll see me when she comes back. I mean, I go to, I go out with my friends as we do. And I go to Vapiano's, mm, right, mm-hmm. with two of my friends. We're eating Vapiano's. I get a call from Ghana. So in my mind, it's like, oh, shit, like my dad calling me to say congratulations, blah, yes. blah, Pick up the phone in Vapiano's, Oxford Street. Pick up the phone. And um, someone's like, oh, can I speak to your mom? I was like, oh, she's not with me. I was like, oh, can I speak to my dad? Because in my mind, it's like, still you know what I mean like yeah. it's a gone a number. number I knew my mom had come back yeah. but my dad was coming back yeah. later I'm like can I speak to my dad can I speak to my dad and the guy's going silent mm. silent and then um, I was like hello and then he was like oh your dad passed away right so I call my mom in Vapiano's wa- oh my god in Velma bra, bra. I literally I'm not even joking like I dropped to the floor crying, everything, whatever. Oh, I call my sis. mom. Yeah, I call my mom and I'm like, oh, like, tell, tell me it's not true, tell me it's not true, whatever. And she was like, she was waiting for me and my brother to come home to tell to us tell that. You. That's why she hadn't said it, right? So, and then my dad, my father passed away of the cancer. So I was starting Sony, the that Monday, the following Monday. You got what I mean? Yeah, so I had the weekend. But I was starting Sony. I was starting Sony. And I told them what happened and they were like, look, if you want to defer your internship, like let us know and we can defer it. Mm-hmm. And then um my mom was like, you should still go, you know what I mean? Like it will help me get my mind off of it. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, let me still go. So I did I do the internship for three months. And that three months, like it wasn't like when I look back at like all the internships I've done in like all my career, that wasn't my obviously as you can tell, like that wasn't my finest moment. I still did well, but my mind was 
so many other places. And I always like used to regret it. Like maybe when I got to my like second internship, which I'll tell you about. But when I got to my, that, no, that was my third. Sony was my second and I was going to my third. And when I went to when I got to my third, I always used to think like, damn, like I wish, what would have been different you, if had, you had, yeah, 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 yeah. Had I deferred mm-hmm. it, right? So I, I do the internship, like I make good contacts, whatever, but at, coming to the end, I knew that they weren't going to keep me on board. You know what I mean? And um, they they told me like they told me like three weeks was before. Was there any telltale they, they, signs, or you just felt like maybe because you were quite because you had so much going on in your personal life that you was quite absent minded, or do you feel like there was just sign? You just felt you just knew that you wasn't going to get it. I I felt that like I had given my best foot forward, right? But mm. I knew that some days I would feel a bit like sad because it's like you, you you're dealing with so much. You're here. You're trying to build your career on one side, but mm. you know like bro like my dad just said and it's not it's not like oh I haven't grown up with my dad this has been a man that's been in my life my whole life you get what I'm trying to say so it's like you're balanced you're trying to balance the two right and you're and then I feel like I knew at like maybe the second month like yeah there's no way that I would get like it would have been a miracle Mm. if they would have said no Velma we were thinking because I would put my best foot forward but then some days I wouldn't do you know what I mean yeah Okay. To, to my standard, okay. to my yeah, standard, to, standard. to them, yeah. it was there, there was never a problem. Yeah, of course. But I, well, you know, internally, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. So in that last, those last couple of weeks, I when I was in uni, I had always been like quite fascinated with tiny temper and disturbing London, mm-hmm. right? And like, n- like not that I'm, I was never a big person on British rap at the time, whatever. But I was just like, just their setup had always like. Yeah, they really had global mindset from get from go. Yeah, so from out to that, do and the London crew. Yeah, they always had global yeah. mindset. They always had global. Hundred percent. So I was like, um, so then that from Tiny, I had researched Dummy, mm-hmm. and um, when I wanted to work there, I was just like, I, at the time they were so small in terms of like their the their up. workforce, mm-hmm. and it was very 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 family orientated it was like kelly sandy mm-hmm. nina who was dummy's assistant and dummy that was all that was on the page mm-hmm. you know what i mean so i'm like trying to like how am i gonna like get to them so then they had their business address right so i wrote them a letter i, I, I remember it was like i was still at sony it was like my last couple of days i wrote them a letter and i was telling them why i looked up to them and i sent it in the mail like with my CV and I was like I would love to intern for you obviously heard nothing back then I was put onto LinkedIn then I started like guessing Dummy's email address like no word of a lie like Dummy at disturbinglondon.com Dummy at DL do you know what I mean <laughs> yeah, all yeah. these different variations nothing was coming back it was always like oh this email doesn't exist <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so one day some girl like i had found a girl that used to be dummy's assistant and i was like oh do you know if they ever do internships she was like look like um i don't work there anymore but tried their info email and i found their domain mm-hmm. so then when i found the domain i was like dummy dot over rota at the domain i tried every variation of dummies at the domain and one came back and Dumi was in America at the time mm-hmm. he was with Tiny and he was like I'm in America if anything is urgent 
please email my assistant. And he gave her his assistant. I thought, this is urgent. I need a job. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> at this point, I'm... <laughs> you said, this is a state 999 state of emergency. Urgent. You got know I me? Mean? Yeah. This is urgent. Yeah. So I email her and she's like, come by the office. Right? But remember, like, I'm now, now I've gone back to Victoria's Secret mm-hmm. because even when I was at Sony, I always kept Victoria's Secret as a weekend job. Yes. You know what I mean? Just to make extra money, mm-hmm. whatever. And now at this time, these times, they aren't like Sumi and the Seven London. It wasn't a paid internship. Mm-hmm. It was like they would pay for my expenses. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, I had a goal, right? So when, when you have a goal, you foresee these little, in my mind, money was nothing. Like if I'm, if I do this, you don't know what opportunity will come out, out of this. Facts. So I literally used like whatever saving money, literally, I mean, I'm not even joking. At that time I was spending like $5 in my, I mean, five pounds in my gas tank. <laughs> do you know what Those I mean? Ones. Like yeah, the real struggle, struggle one. Like, Every pound yeah. was accounted for. <laughs> yeah. And then now at home, it's like, it's, it's a different setup, right? Yeah, it's always been your mom, your dad, your brother mm-hmm. and me and me. Whereas now it's just my mom. Yeah. So that's another income of the household Go. not coming yeah, in. Yeah, of course. Get on of course. So now in my mom's mind, it's like, bro, like what you're doing is trash or whatever. And I think even to like one, until one day, Jeffrey came, Jeffrey, my older brother, Jeffrey came to the Serban London's offices and he was like, look, like, and I think he was just inspired about, like, the aesthetic of it. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, whatever you need, whatever, I'll help you financially, mm-hmm. financially, whatever, so you can keep on doing this. So I ended up doing the internship for, like, five months, right? And then Dumi was like, you can stay longer if you wanted. But at this point, I've done three internships. I've done Disturb in London, I've done Sony, and I've done Rock Nation, mm-hmm. right? At this point, I was, I'm, and I'm 24 now. And I'm like, I need to start getting paid. Like, I need to, not only do I need to help my mom at home, but I need to, I can't intern for the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So I, I was just like, I'm going to try to, you know, move on and like find a job. And one, I had gone to one of Tiny's parties and I was working and a woman called Claire, she was at Beats by Dre and she, this was when Beats wasn't acquired by Apple, by Apple yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they were in, yeah, they were in fact, and she was like, I think you'd be like really good at being like a PR manager. She was like, let's go, go for it. Right. So I get all the way to the last stage and then I, somebody had more experience than me and I didn't get the job. So I started, I just started applying, 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 but I wasn't getting nowhere. Like, like I I would get to the last stages. Even I had the one that like was the breaking point for me was one with Nike. Okay. And it was like in their entertainment marketing team. It was with Nana and all of them. Mm -hmm. And I legit, I kid you not, got all the way to the last stage. And in that interview, there was a woman in the interview. And she mouthed to me, Irene, I kid you not, I can't even make this up. She mouthed, I love you. Mm. So when I left that... I was, you were diddy bopping out of there. You said, I got the jobs. It. You got I mean? The J-O-B is right. mine. I profess it. I claim you it. You know what I mean? I, <laughs> I claim it. Like, God, you've done it. Like, yes. all of this. Because I, I'm, I'm, I've been at home for like a couple months now. Like yeah, of course. Five months at home right and and I didn't get the job and then I was just like you know what like I can't like now you know now your mom's getting frustrated Mm -hmm. because in her mind she's going to work 
and she's coming back. And even though you're applying, you know, like African parents, she don't, she don't know like nothing about me yeah, and whatnot. You know what I mean? She's just so she's playing getting, games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like you know what I mean? Yeah, she's yeah, getting yeah. up going to work and she's doing that. So then I just like and one of my really good friends, Bianca, was like, um, she was working at HSBC and she was like, Look, like I could get you a job at HSBC. Like I could at least get you the interview. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, let me do that right so i'm interviewing for hsbc wherever and then another job comes in and it's puma mm. right and it's it's a paid internship mm-hmm. i go i go to my knowledge they like me and i was just like damn like is this like gonna happen do you know what i mean but still going ahead with the hsbc stuff right and um they i go home and they start calling like the server london puma right mm-hmm. to get references so so uh, some like someone from the server called me and was like, "Look, like I'm not gonna tell, I'm not supposed to tell you, but you definitely got this job. Like they've called for a reference." So I'm like, "Lit, don't need to go to HSBC, mm-hmm. right?" I mean, the next day, I was in Upton Park on a side street. I get the call from Puma, but imagine in my head, this is a you think they're calling him to tell you, yes, right. you are employed, this you got it. the job, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Everything's gonna change for me yes. and my mom. Do you know? What I mean? Yes, blah blah blah. I get the call. I didn't get the job, and I'm like, huh? Like I'm huh? like gobsmacked, and I'm saying like, oh, like I'll even work for free, whatever. So like, no, it's not that, whatever. And then. Years later, I found out the reason. It was just like they had had, they they felt that I was too like going to go to another competitor okay. because they had had that before. Okay. So it was it, whatever. But we keep this in mind, this Puma thing in mind because mm-hmm. it's going to help us for the next phase. Mm-hmm. So now I'm at um I'm at HSBC. I get the job at HSBC, and I said to myself, I'll work here for six months. That was my thing. Work here for six months. Get your regular income, and then you can still be searching for stuff on the side. But at least now you're getting a a check. Yeah, exactly. All done it. Money job one. Yeah, facts. Exactly. So I'm like, let me just do it. And I tell, I remember, I tell a colleague, I'm like, yo, like I'm not even gonna be here for long. I'm after six months. I want to work in music. The girl goes to me. She's an older woman. She's like, I said the same thing, and I've been here for. 10 years. You said, I, rebu- I, I rebuke that one in Jesus' name. I rebuke right. that. I, I rebuke that ba- one. I went to the- <laughs> That's not my portion. <laughs> I went to the back and I cried, Irene. Oh, sis. I, like, I was just like, nah, like, how, how, like, whatever. So then I start working my way up in HSBC. Do you got me? Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, yo, if I'm going to be here, let's I'm get it. Let's up. get it. Yeah. Right. On the, on the, Five days before the last, the six month probation was about to finish, right? They give me a prom- promotion to go downstairs to the premier banking. Mm-hmm. And that's the people who have more money yes. right, than the average com- mm-hmm. like, person. Mm-hmm. So they promote me down there and I get an email from a woman called Nina at Universal saying, hey, I've been forwarded your resume and um, I really would like for you to come in. We have a brand partnership intern paid role at Universal Music. But like I said, I'm like, I'm, I'm tw- like turning 25 at this point. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I haven't applied for this job. I mean, nothing. And it was, she was like, we've got your stuff from the Puma woman. So 
even after that whole Puma situation, even though I was like distraught, I always kept in contact. Like I was mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to be salty about this because you never know what that can transpire to. Mm-hmm. So, um, the woman ends up feeling like bad and she was just like, they, they, she was like, I always knew you were the right person for somebody. It would, I just, just wasn't, wasn't for you. For so can we just touch on, time. can we touch yeah. on, because I think it's really important to note, like, rejection how did you deal with that because mm. I think that's quite a lot like for you to jump like I guess we're quite ambitious people and I think and mm. I feel like that's mm. something that's been installed of us especially when like when you come from African heritage mm. and you know our parents mm. always kind of wanted us to really be persevering within like academic and you now you're doing this creative field which they just really don't understand and you know mm. like you're dealing with pers- you've dealt with a lot of rejection from from what you've said this mm. far what kept you going yeah. or what kept you thinking do you know what I'm just going to keep at it because even with that that puma one that you've just told me i felt that one in my chest <laughs> i felt that one yeah. in my chest yeah, so how did you keep dealing with the rejection and really picking yourself up and thinking do you know what i just gotta keep persevering do you know what like i would i i would have to attest it to god mm-hmm. because after my dad died before i've always been like a christian my mom's quite like a heavy christian whatever always went to church with my mom growing up whatever then when we moved here my mom works on sunday so she can't go to church. And I've, I've never found the right church, right, mm-hmm. for me. And then when my dad passed away, I was I fell back on the God stuff, right? But then, like, one day I, I was just like, you know what? Like, in my mind, it was just like, God has a plan. Like, the, the, like, the things that were happening to me, like, even the people that have come into my life. life yeah, know, yeah, just, definitely. Yeah. At the universe, he's always yeah. aligned. He's always there. He's always, he's always there. there. Yeah. So facts. then I was just like, you know, and that's the Puma one was the one that, like, really showed me because I was just like, you could move crazy with this woman, like, mm-hmm. never speak to her again. Do you know what I mean? But I was just like, it's not worth it because at the, it, like, in my mind, it was always, God has a plan. That wasn't the right one. Mm-hmm. I have like a really, like one of my best friends, his name is Josiah, who would always be like, Velma, for every 10 no's, one yes is going to come. And I feel like And the yes will outshine stuck. all of the no's. That's the killer. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, And yeah. it always t- stuck with me. He was like, oh, that's the ninth no. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. one more and there will be a yes. Yeah. So it's just like that. So I was just always like, you know what, like God's in control. So get, go to the, <laughs> go to the, universal one which i wasn't even gonna go mm-hmm. can you believe that Imagine. i had had so many rejections mm-hmm. that i was just like why am i now gonna like subject myself to that mm-hmm. whatever knowing that i have this job at hsbc mm-hmm. and my friend sharma and my friend Josiah were like Velma, go go and i was like fine i'll just go but i'm not preparing and that that was like my mindset because i i, I don't think i at that point I wanted another rejection. Me- yeah, mentally you wasn't, rejection. yeah, you wasn't ready to stretch to stretch your there. mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then I, I go and the woman, Nina, she's like, oh, like, so tell me about yourself. I told her everything, whatever. I said, these are the intentions. I told her, like, why I love music, whatever. I told her, like, why I kind of, at this point, like, when I looked into what they had done, because I was the first time I've ever heard of brand partnerships. Mm-hmm. We had, I had heard of entertainment marketing, mm-hmm. but I never heard of brand partnerships. I was like, when I look at what you've done, I think it's, like, amazing and stuff. I mean, she was like, oh, okay. It was, like, the most chillest interview. She, to this day, I'm still, like, really good friends with that woman. And uh, she was like, okay, that's fine. And then I left, and I was just like, I put it out my mind. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That was it. Going to work tomorrow, going to HSBC. 
go to um, work at lunchtime at HSBC. She she emailed and was like, we would, um, we would like to offer you the job. They called me. I got the job just wow. like that. And at, and at that point, I realized like it's like what you just said. When the one yes comes, it will outshine. At that point, it was just like, wow, like look at all of those. Look at how I must have gone on no whatever life. 20 interviews during that period you got I me mean? and it was just like but the one that god had for me the next day just like that mm. yeah you yeah. got it you got what i mean so when it's your time it's your so time I, really it's your time mm-hmm. and like like i feel like me personally whatever like i'm not obviously like an influencer like like i'm talking about like on instagram and stuff mm-hmm. like that but it's just like i always believe like stay in your lane mm-hmm. you got what i mean because mm-hmm. You can't, I can't do what you've done. Mm-hmm. Do you got I me? Mean? Mm-hmm. But if I stick to what God's purpose for my life is, it, the, the things will add up when you, you can least expect it. and I always feel like also it's like no one's gonna have your vision and your insight I say this all the time like your uniqueness is gonna be like your own uniqueness is your ability to have your own thought process your own vision because no one's gonna have done it the way or see it the way you're gonna see it so I definitely feel like when the time is right and sometimes you think the time is right but God's plan is always the biggest plan yeah exactly so I just like you know what and I start working at universal Mm -hmm. and i learned so much and i interned there for a year so let's break down what this brand partnerships because you said that obviously you've heard of like you know the marketing element of it so what Mm -hmm. is a brand partnership role like what does that involve doing so it there's different aspects of brand partnerships so there's in in terms of like when you have a team Mm -hmm. that does brand partnership you have half of the team that would do the day-to-day runnings of the campaign, and then you have the other half who actually sort out those campaigns. Okay. It's like a business development mm-hmm. side, right? So when I was working there, I was just doing more of the admin things, you know, getting things paid on time, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But brand partnership is is basically, to put it in like a simple form, is a brand partnering with, it could be somebody, it could be another brand, or it could be a celebrity to tell a bigger story. Mm-hmm. In the aspect of what I do in music, it was to tell to tell a story through an artist's lens, but with the help of the brand. Because when you look, if you look back into like history and stuff, you see how many like when Jay Z did the Samsung thing with Magna Carta that mm-hmm. album. How like these big corporations can amplify like, mm-hmm. something that you're doing. And that's essentially what I do. But I do, to, today I do the business development side. Back then I was obviously the interns, I was doing the admin stuff. Okay. So, and the business development side focuses on? Get, getting new business in. Okay. So getting brands to say, okay, cool, we're going to we want to do that. this budget. Okay. To, yeah, we want to we, we wanna do that. And it could be, and in brand partnership, it could be, it could be like for you, example, it could be you have the idea and you've now taken and you said to me, oh, Velma, this is my idea. I need a brand to come and help tell that story and amplify it. Mm-hmm. Or it could be the brand has the brand are looking for a creative cultural taste maker in London. And you want to partner them with. Forward, Irina. OK. Right. Yeah. Makes you sense. I mean? mm-hmm. So it's, it it comes from various ways on the business development side. And some of the brands so, that you've worked yeah. with are like Hennessy, Mastercard, yeah. Xbox. So it's like it's big global brands. 
it's yeah, yeah, big global brands. But even like, so when I was at Universal, I was obviously their intern, so I was like their assistant and doing all the ads and things. But at that point is where I came up with the idea for Like Talk. Because mm-hmm. I was like, how many people are going through the same thing that I'm going through, just waiting for their big break? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's important for you to, I think it's very important. Like another thing for me during that time, as, as well as God and like friends, it's important for you to hear other people's stories. That mm-hmm. not you didn't become Irene by just waking up yeah. one day. Yeah, you get facts. I mean? <laughs> Everyone has a story. Facts. You get what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say? So that, so so that that's what that's how that birthed. So from me doing live talks, my first one was with a woman called Karen Civil, who mm-hmm. I really looked up to, mm-hmm. and she's based in America and done amazing things. And from doing that... So I'm going to pause you there, because like, live talk stands mm. for learning from intelligent, Le- fearless intelligent, entrepreneurs. fearless entrepreneurs. Oh, boom, yeah. said it in one mouthful. Boom. Give it to them. But, um, yes. but that's kind of like the platform. <laughs> but you created to basically connect with, you know... I forward thinking or people who are kind of pioneering within the entertainment industry, right? Right, yeah. And to for other people really just to walk away thinking, bro, like yeah. I could do it too. If they've done it and they've gone through all their adversities, it's not to come there and to be like, Oh, I am this and I'm that. It's not about that. Mm-hmm. It's about these people telling you what they've done hasn't come overnight right, and it yeah. hasn't been easy. Mm-hmm. So you keep on going with your like with what you're doing in your dream and staying in your lane. So when I when I was doing the the Karen Civil one, I had never done an event before. Mm-hmm. So all the money was like my money, but I I I had I knew the brand partnership side, right? And I knew like I knew young people were gonna come to this. So I started like doing my own little business. You did your brand partnerships for yourself. Yes, right, focus. For myself. For myself. <laughs> and I got W Hotel to come on board. I got American Airlines to come on board to give me American Airlines to give me money for the flight to bring Karen mm-hmm. here. W Hotel to give me the space. a free, mm-hmm. um, free hotel. Mm-hmm. And then, so all I had to do was pay for the venue. Mm-hmm. So, which I did do ticket money. Mm-hmm. So when my job saw that, they were like, we need this girl to stay on board. And they were like, we feel like your strengths are in business development. Mm-hmm. So I stay on for another year and a half. I stay, now I'm, I'm a business development exec. I stay on. And then that's where I was like thinking, I, because I was so eager. You know, when you, you have a shot, you're so eager to make your own brand partnership that you came up with the idea. Mm-hmm. You did it. You know what I mean? So my first one, my first ever brand partnership was with, you know, the NBA comes to London every yes, year. Yes, yes. So they were looking, I had reached out to them and I was like, oh, I work at um, Universal. And there was a girl named Laura Wright that's a singer. And I was like, she could sing the opening for God the Save the Queen. Mm-hmm. And and at the time, till, till today still, like they, NBA is obviously an American sport. So mm-hmm. when they come to London, they want it to have a British element. To of it. course. You can't now come and do Star Spangled Banner, right? So they did God Save the Queen and it was for 5K, like 5K, something like that. It was little money. Then I was, then my manager was like, you know what, you could, you could do bigger. Do you know what I mean? You could get bigger. And then um, I was thinking like, how, how, how? And then, I would research, research, and then I came across what Nas was doing with Hennessy out in America. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, 
Hennessy is such a big drink out here. Mm-hmm. How how is it that there's no real cultural relevance? How it is for the African American community, in this, right? especially in the states, so, um, of course. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I start researching who works at Hennessy, mm-hmm. and I um, Pete Tong was like with obviously with in doing brand partnerships and music. You, it's a, a lot of client entertainment because it's a business development role, yeah, right? So Pete Tong was doing a concert and I find who, the woman who's the marketing director for all LVMH drinks in the UK. And I just called, like a cold called, and then she gave me her email and I emailed her. I was like, I would love to invite you to the Pete Tong, right? She comes, she has a great time. She was like, let's do breakfast. Go do breakfast. I bring her colleague on board. And um, her name's Francesca. Who she was at your dinner the other day, the one that's at Tinder. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love so Francesca. Was, so, love her. Shout out to her. So she comes, and then that's how like the Universal Music and um, Universal Music and Hennessy brand partnership came because at that specific time when I had reached out to her, she now comes and tells me that look, like we're actually trying to make Hennessy more culturally relevant mm-hmm. in the UK. So then it came through that that idea came to Masters of Potential, which they had run I think they'd run five of. And at that point in my career, I felt that I had given them something of such big value yes. that I wanted a pay rise. Mm-hmm. And um they were like, I know you you need to learn more and what, whatever as companies do, you know what I mean? Of course. And I just felt like um, I need to move on. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? I had been there for two and a half years. You'd maximize like, the most that you could maximize. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I never wanted to be a person that stayed in a company. You, you go to so many companies and you work with so many people that are unhappy mm-hmm. because they didn't get what they felt they deserved, they deserved. but they stayed there. Mm-hmm. And then they become bitter. Yes. You know what I mean? Agreed. And I never wanted to... That was my thing. I was like, I don't want to become a bitter person, but equally, I don't want to go somewhere. You still know your worth. Yes, it. you know your worth. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. So after that, so I just started looking for jobs and that's when ASOS came. And I had like five interviews yeah. for ASOS and it was for a partnerships manager. And it was, it was different. It was going to be different. And I knew that. And like, this is what, you know, would be open and honest. When I was going to, when I finally got the job at ASOS, when I was going to ASOS, I was a bit nervous. I was just like, cause I was still, I'm still relatively young. I'm like 26 now. And I'm like, Oh, if I move from music, like will my contacts still want to, would they be relevant? You know I mean? Yeah, of course. Yeah, do you get what I mean? Yeah, Would they just think, oh no, she she doesn't work in music anymore. Mm-hmm. We don't want to talk to her. Mm-hmm. And do you know who actually got me my job at ASOS? Who? Gemma. Ah. Gemma. And I I had met Gemma when I when they gave me the role at um when they gave me the role at Universal mm-hmm. to stay permanently, and I was trying to like look for different brands to talk to. I came across Whistles mm-hmm. and I came across Gemma's mm-hmm. email. And so from, Gemma was, then, um, she was head of PR at Whistles, but now Gemma is the yeah. director of memberships for Soho House Group. Soho House, yeah. exactly. And to this day, I still hold like a, such a, we have such a strong relationship. She got me my job at ASOS because her friend worked at ASOS. And I remember she had said it at our, our breakfast. And when I saw the job, I was like, do you think? She was like, don't worry about it. And she passed it on. And mm-hmm. I got the interview, got the job. 
And then um, after that, when I'm now when I'm at ASOS, the brand partnership, it's changed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not it's no longer like how I said in the beginning, looking for that part brand partner for this artist is a company. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, when I went to ASOS, I was looking after third party partnerships. So that was everything that wasn't stocked on ASOS okay. to make ASOS more famous and to make ASOS more like to acquire new customers. Because if you're doing something with MasterCard, you think like, for example, Monzo mm-hmm. is exactly with Ma- Ma- Monzo is powered by MasterCard. Mm-hmm. That's a whole new audience that may not shop there. Mm-hmm. So, it was, so now the partnership has changed, yes. right? But even th- when I was there, I felt. Like in the beginning, you're you're learning something when you're you're in a new role. Yeah, of course. In a new role, Mm -hmm. and I felt like maybe fashion isn't for me, but I wanted to give it. I still wanted to give it my my all, right? And then I feel like maybe a year, I knew it wasn't, Mm -hmm. but I kept at it. And then six months later, a year and six months later, I had met who my manager his name is max and he was like like there's a role at warner that they were going to create and he was like am i more somebody that looks wants to do account management or business development and i've always loved the business development side more so because of the relationship aspect Mm -hmm. you know i mean i Mm -hmm. think with brand partnerships you're you're talking to many people and you could be talking to somebody for a year and they have no budget. Yeah. You got what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's always about your relationship. That agreed. You agreed. You got what I mean? Agreed. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I take, the, I think why I do well in business development, because I take that in my personal life and I take that in my career. Mm-hmm. You got what I mean? It's not always like, I know that obviously we live in an age where it's like people just want to take, take, take from people. But really, that's not where you hold value. You know what I mean? Say that again for people at the back, Velma. Say that one more time for the people at the back. It it, it isn't where you hold value. You know what I mean? Because there's been many times where somebody, maybe they didn't have money then. And one of of my managers at um, Universal always said this. She was like, someone might not have money right then and there but that doesn't mean you dismiss them Mm -hmm. you got i mean Mm -hmm. you keep that relationship with them that is going to concerts that is asking them about their children you got and really taking an interest Interest, you know what i mean and really really like i'm not saying these clients are your best friends but this is a network that you also have to like take care of and check up on them Mm -hmm. you got i mean not even when they aren't giving you money because then you never know. There's been many times where people would just pick up the phone. Actually, I have this month, um, amount of money. Can you... Is there um, something that can work here? Help? Yeah, of course. You got what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, and it, it, with me, I look at all my jobs and all my jobs have been through somebody else. Mm. Like, has been through a, a relationship that I hold. A queer who is like mm-hmm. the, the goat, right? Yeah. She, she, when I was, when I was looking for my first, first internship, she called all the people in her contact book right there in Adidas, was calling everyone just to see, oh, do you have something? Do you have something? Do you get what I mean? And it's like, so it's, you you have to always have that mind. I personally feel you have to have that mindset when even doing this type of job and just in life, you have to be a person that you cultivate relationships with people. Do you know what I mean? Not based on what they can give you. So, do that now um, um, and then they're like we want you to come to Warner which is fast forward today Velma's 28 um, 
at Warner Music doing, I'm a business development manager, you know, and um, I've been there since June, so come up to a year in June. And I think what I love about like Warner, they have like great artists right now, you know what I mean? They have artists that are coming up. And more so, what I love about my team is that, like, my big boss, his name is Bob, is that he understands that bit of relationships. You know what I mean? He doesn't, it's, he, like, it's not a team that they really want to put good work out there. You know what I mean? And then, um, and then, yeah, that's where I am today. And now it's just about me trying to, I feel like, making my standpoint here at Warner and, like, starting to get relationships with like fair artists and different brands to see the things that we could do that are bigger and bigger campaigns that really just really touch people. That's what I like. I feel like for me, I want in like the brand partnerships that I'm able to put together that really touch the artists. And it's like, you know what, that actually helped me achieve this in my career. You know what I mean? That helped me bring a number one or or, like, for somebody to see, like, I don't even know, like, I was looking the other day, not that I did this brand partnership, but, you know, Octavian's the face of Congress. Yes, yeah, yeah. And they have, like, a big billboard in, in Old um, Street. Jordan. They had one, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I was like, but even, you know, for a young person to look at that and just think, like, I can do that. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. So I feel like, for me, like, to wrap up that whole thing is, like, legacy i guess now isn't it yeah it's like what would you want your legacy to be and i think like sometimes i think what like about my dad Mm -hmm. right he he was somebody that was just so friendly i mean like somebody that always wanted to help people you got me Mm -hmm. and i feel like through my job not even just my um my job at Warner, but even my friends, you got what I mean? Like yeah. if they need uh, an introduction to a brand, I could do that for them. Yeah. You got what I mean? Yeah. And you never know when, when you align your purpose with like these multi-million companies that can really help you project that, mm-hmm. you never know who you can inspire and who you will touch. Okay. And that's why I feel like life talks means so much to me because I've had so many people that will go to a life talks and then they'll be like, wow, like, listen to a vet story listen to lenny story listen to shayla story that changed my life mm-hmm. you know what i mean that made me let's not forget swiss to, beats that was a big one that was a, a really big beats. one yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and even like that like you know what i mean mm-hmm. all those people that i've that have done my life talk everybody n- nobody's ever said i need this fee mm-hmm. nobody it's always been through somebody else Mm-hmm. It's always been for somebody saying, yo, Velma's doing this, like, you need to do it. Yeah. To have, like, Swiss beats. And, I like, I always, like, I, t- I give all the, like, the glory to God and, and my dad because I believe that he's, like, watching over me. Yeah. Like, helping me navigate this brand partnership mm-hmm. and all of, the, like, all of the things that I do today. Yeah. And I think, like... And then this is me also talking to you as probably like your older sister. Mm. It's just that I think he would be so mm. proud of you, like for what you've achieved as mm. well. And also just not letting any of the knockbacks set you back. You know, you just kept going yeah. and you just kept pushing. So like, what's next? What's 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 next just to kind of round it all I, up? Yeah, I think I think what's next for me is to really push life talks more mm-hmm. now. Um, like I really want to have like people. And a way to give back to community. Mm-hmm. So whether it's like the prostate cancer, because like a lot of, you know, prostate cancer, it help, um, affects a lot of black people, yeah. you know, black men. Yeah. 
So like how I can take life source and partner it with bigger like organizations that are really helping the community. Mm-hmm. I think that's like a big thing for me. Like even like like going where's like I, someone like Swiss Beats can come here, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, and talk to amazing people, and that's like all good and great. But maybe do I have like a relationship with a prison that like like that he can go and like help inspire them you mm-hmm. know what i mean yes so i feel like that's like the, the next, next thing level. i really mm-hmm. um yeah i'm like working with a, a company called step now you need to like look into them mm-hmm. and they it's for like helping young um black and ethnic young um like ethnic minorities whatever um come out of like the mindset of doing like going down the wrong path mm-hmm. it's really good and so like trying to see where i could work with them and then in my career wise like just keep on bossing it and doing partnerships you know i think like a big goal for me is to get like a big campaign mm-hmm. for my like under my belt Indeed. while being at yep. warner music and then um yeah and then where god wants me to go but i think it's important for everybody to like just stick to your purpose like just mm-hmm. always ask god like what god wants you to do and why wow that is a powerful end note and i'm just i, I can't oh. say it enough like i'm so proud of you like and like and and even at the beginning when i was like we were kind of speaking before we we went on live it sure. was just like i know that there's so many of us that have struggled to be able to just make it even if it's one percent easier for next gen coming up yeah. and that's why i'm really excited yeah. for like what you guys are going to come through now and just really like amplify to the next level so if people wanted to kind of catch you on socials velma or live talks on socials what's the best handles that they can reach you on um velma.simmons i'm only on instagram i'm not on twitter and then um the live talks were on twitter and instagram so it's live talks uk so it's l-i-f-e-t-a-l-k-s uk hey so on that note and thank you so much you, Irene, <laughs> oh. because you keep killing it and you keep raising the bar thank you sister. before all of this and we thank were you. just at your dinner and it was honestly an amazing dinner and thank this you. is my second one that i've been to now thank you and you just keep on always trying to bring people together and i think that is a testament to your character. Thank so, you, my sister. The community well. will always win, sis. The community will always, yeah. always, always, always win. So thank you. Thank you for your time as well. Like, no, I appreciate it so you. much. But yeah, that's TTYA Talks, guys. Thank you, Velma. Catch you on the next one, guys. <laughs> See you. you later. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. You're tuned into TTYA Talks with me, Irene TTYA.